this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. No, I was talking about the uh, the posture of, uh, and who was it? It was somebody like Chris Nolan or somebody you were talking about, Rambo. It's all oh, like, oh, you're interfering with my art. Who was it? Uh, Denny Villeneuve, the guy who's directing. Oh, oh yeah, the Dune guy. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, part of it, because, okay, um, when somebody takes a public position like that, part of what I look at is, all right, w- what audience are they speaking to? You know, because... You know, part of that is for like the director's guild, you know, part of it, you know, it's he may not. I mean, I'm sure I mean, because obviously the most important thing is for people to be safe. You know, I mean, I I, and part of the reason that I I, I say what I do about this, I had a very frustrating conversation with an ANC colleague of mine earlier this week. And, uh, you know, this guy, uh, you know, there was something that we were talking about and I had but I reviewed uh, the zoning regulations. And it was pretty clear that what I was saying was what was factual. And then he's like, well, I feel like such and such and such, you know, and I'm like, okay, but you said you'd read the zoning regs. And so <laughs> I'm not sure why you keep talking about, well, I feel this is premature and blah, 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 whatever. Sounds I mean, like because, conversation we had. you know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like a conversation yeah. that Rambo had fairly recently. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 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 this is you know this so this Dennis uh, Villanueva guy. I mean, it's like all right. I, I mean, obviously, nobody is going to go to the theaters if well, some people are because they don't believe COVID is real. But a bunch of people aren't going to go to the theaters because they're trying to avoid contracting this virus and getting sick. And so you can, I mean, you can keep the theaters open as much as you want. You can put movies out as much as you want, but they're not going to make any money because the people who go to the movies are going to get sick. I mean, it's just, it's like how there was the surge in infections after the holidays. Mm -hmm. And so, and then a bunch of people are like, oh shit, you know, I mean, you can be as tired of this thing as you want to be, but it hasn't gone anywhere. And it's just like, uh, you know, Trump found out, it's like, oh, you can try to bully the virus, you can lie about the virus, you know, you can do all this shit. The virus gives two shits about all of that. It's like, you it's going to be, be very consistent. Done as you want with the pandemic, but the pandemic, the pandemic is not, is done, not with done, done with you. Exactly, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, yeah, and I in fact... pandemic fatigue, that's cool. That's the yeah. time sick. <laughs> oh, that means you're awake and breathing. Got it. <laughs> yeah, well, but I tell you what, I mean, there are a lot of people who, that's where they are, and, and not necessarily with the pandemic, but I see this. I've seen this before, you know? People get frustrated, and they just don't give a fuck anymore. You know, and they do these things that are that that will that will directly contradict any form of good sense or or even reality. You know, I mean, and and they'll do things that compromise their own personal safety, whether it's lipping off to some guy who's like three times your size and, you know, or or, you know, (laughs) coming on to a chick who's with her boyfriend or clearly out of your league or some shit or whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, doing like, uh, you know, a a line of that pure Coke that ain't cut, you know, I mean, whatever the fuck (laughs) it is. I mean, there, there are these people out there, you know, who are just, I don't give a fuck anymore and devil may care. Screw the consequences. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, and this is where, frankly, um, 
you know, what was it to where Darwinism comes in? Because, you know, it's like thinning the herd ultimately. I mean, because, you know, like, I mean, science does not give a fuck. You know, science is constant and you can rail against it. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but you know, you're, you're, you're not going to bully it. You're not going to intimidate it. You're not going to lie about it and have it shrink. I mean, you know, this is, this is reality. And so, you know, as tired as you are, or fatigued as you are, you know, whatever, I mean, you know, at some point you need to wake up to the reality that, you know, there's some stuff out here that can kill you or is generally not in your best interest. And, um, you know, that's when you have to learn patience. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there who have just come to expect that uh, things are going to fall down in service to them or that, um, you know, we have this immediate, this culture of immediate gratification for want of a better way to characterize it. And so there's this expectation on people's parts, you know, that they're going to get this immediate gratification. And then there's some people who, you know, they feel like if they throw a tantrum, you know, somebody will somebody will give them their way. I mean, I don't know, maybe, you know, they, they, it worked with their parents. And so they're like, okay, well, fuck it. And regrettably, there are enough people with money, you know, who, uh, you know, sometimes you know, they feel they can buy anything or anybody. And if they throw enough money at something and it makes and me that's laugh been, because yeah. there's the industry that I work in, um, outside of GGR, um, is one that people don't understand. So when we deal with somebody who needs the product that we offer and they're not happy with the price and they decide to show their ass like they've been doing their entire lives because no one's ever told them no. Mm. And we just kind of laugh and be like, OK, well, um, what would you like me to do? I want a discount. Doesn't work like that. Sorry. Well, <laughs> but, but, I've, but I've been a customer of yours. We know we're well aware and we appreciate that. However, this <laughs> thing that we offer there, there are no additional discounts. There's no, let me just shave some of this off. No, this is based on lots of different factors. And none of those factors are how much we like you. And like, it just, it, it's it's so empowering because most <laughs> industries are not like that. But when someone decides that they just want to be extra and they want to be an asshole about things and you're just like, I've told you repeatedly that this is exactly the way it is. But not only that, my desire to want to search for more solutions for you continues to dwindle as you continue to act like a dick. And like, it's yeah. Like, and so many people that, that do the job are former retail employees. And when I tell them this, they're like, wait, I can do that. Yes. The customer is not always right. What? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? And like, they're blown away by this. Like it's that's, that's the lesson most people don't learn and it sucks. And like, it's the same thing, kind of kind of tie it back to what you were originally talking about with the directors who were like, oh, they're taking away my artistic integrity. Nobody ever fucking told them no. Nobody ever said like, these are the constraints that we have. This is what's going on. I understand that, you know, you're an artist and that's great. We, we love your art. That's why you're doing this. But there are also rules in place and there are limitations to the way things work. And like, I, I can't stand that mindset of if you can't do things my way, then I'm not doing it. Like the only... The only time that's acceptable is like, hey, you need to treat everybody with respect. Well, we're not doing that. Like, that's the time you can walk away and be like, look, if you're not going to follow my guidelines, I'm out. But like, there's really no excuse for it when it's like, hey, um, we need you to follow these rules and protocols because we're not going to be able to release this in theaters. What? How dare 
are you? People's lives are at stake. But the theater! Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I said, if nobody is going to the theater, I, I, I remember um, just recently uh, was sort of laughing about this, and uh, Roberto Ortiz was saying something. Now, Roberto wasn't advocating on behalf of the theater, but he was saying how tired he is of being cooped up in his house. And he's like, if I never see my house again, it's going to be too soon. And I'm like, oh, hey, but you live in Virginia. Theaters are open in Virginia. It's like, you tired of being in your house? Go to the movies. You can go. And he's like, yeah, and I can play Russian roulette, too. And I'm like, well, what are you complaining about? You know, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's just me, okay? I mean, it's like past a certain point. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I'm tired of all this. A whole bunch of people are. But saying how tired of you, how tired of it you are does not make it go any quicker. In fact, it kind of <laughs> focuses attention on it even more. So, you know, I mean, if you're not going to go and <laughs> go to the movies, I mean, and again, see, that's not an option for me. The theaters in D.C. are closed. You know, so, they just, hey, fuck it. Science, you know. Well, are you got so, a car. You- <laughs> <laughs> oh, drive to Virginia, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Angelica is open, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know I how do you know I have gas? <laughs> <laughs> because Ulysses Campbell is not the type of person to be left in the lurch when it comes uh, to <laughs> re- ready to make my escape, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, see he knows his audience is what it is. Well done, Mr. Randall. Uh folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of At The Diner. We're doing our cold open here. Uh, as you've heard from our rousing conversation already, uh, it's myself, Mike Lunsford. We've also got MC Brooks. We've got James Rambo. And as our special guest this evening, we have GGR favorite and host of Fantastic Forum. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for being a wonderful guest. Uh, we have a really fun episode that we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and we're going to finish up the greatest average American bracket because the the people are clamoring for this, obviously. They need to know who's going to come out on top as far as we're concerned. Um, But we're also going to talk about uh, recasts in the sense that, like, there's there's so many, there's so much clamoring on the internet um, about, like, oh, they should have this person play this character. This person should play this. This is who I want to play this. Like, a lot of times you see it with the X-Men. But, like, also, too, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of is uh, Star Wars characters, like classic Star Wars characters. Um, And we've discussed this at at length before, but we're going to dive into it again because it's always a fun topic. There's lots of comic book characters as well that have gotten recast or need to be recast, and we'll be discussing that as well this evening. Uh, So, folks, make sure you follow the next episode, which will be on any of the streaming services that you can find podcasts, Amazon, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, pretty much everywhere. Uh, But stay tuned. We've got more great content coming up. And for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, remember, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Productions, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!